everyone. Happy Sunday. I am recording this on World Mental Health Day and wanted to take a minute to call that out before we dive into the episode. Obviously, mental health is really important to me and it uh, has been, especially over this last year. And I guess I, I don't even really know what to say about it except for Yeah, it's hard to put it into words. I guess I'll I'll read something that I posted on Instagram today just as something to just as a friendly reminder. So today is World Mental Health Day. It's great to see the world coming together to acknowledge the importance of mental health. But I've but if I've learned anything over the last year, it's that mental health needs to be talked about every day, just not today. The person whose photo you just scrolled past, they might be thinking about taking their own life. The person who's sitting next to you in the restaurant, that could be the first time in weeks that they've been able to muster up enough energy to leave the house. The person standing next to you in the grocery store, they could be wondering if the food they're about to buy could unknowingly throw them into an autoimmune flare-up. The person whose Instagram stories you just watched, their heart could be pounding out of their chest because they're so anxious and nervous to show their face on social media. I know because that girl was me. It is me. You never know what someone else is going through. Check in on your loved ones. Tell them how much you love them, how much they matter to you, how much they care. You never know. You could be saving their life. So I hope you'll take a moment to pause this, call someone you love, tell them that you love them, or send a text message, send an Instagram DM, whatever you do. But especially those that say they don't need you, who might have been pulling away a little bit, who say they're okay, but you've seen their body language or their eyes shifting a little bit. Those are the people to check in on. So with that, let's get into today's episode. So today I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about burnout because it's been very heavily on my mind recently. And as always, I don't have any notes. I don't have any bullet points. I don't have anything. It's just me sitting here today. I'm in my office. I have a couch. Um, so I'm just chilling on the couch. It's dark outside. It's 8 PM. I've procrastinated this a little bit, but I want to make it a priority that I put myself out there in this way. And I start to get more comfortable just talking and being vulnerable, especially about mental health. And especially on days like today, I mean, like I said, in the earlier recording, I want every day to be mental health day. But anyway, so speaking of mental health, one thing that has been on my mind a lot is something my husband actually said a week ago, maybe two weeks, I don't know, the days all blur together. Um, But he was talking about life burnout. And he said that you, you talk a lot about burnout, but it's always in terms of work. Did you know that you can get burnt out from life too? 
And that has stayed with me because I am, I'm always exhausted. I think that when people ask how I am, that's the first word that always comes to mind. And I'm tired of being tired and I'm just, it's a lot. And when I took a step back, I realized what he was saying is true. When I'm not working, I'm working on other stuff. I, until last year, I had a consulting business. So I was doing that. And actually, I think it was until earlier this year. Like I said, everything is blurring together. Um, outside of work, I'm currently writing a book. I'm trying to build an online presence for said book. I am working on a newsletter. I have this podcast. I am promoting a book that I just published. I have a gazillion hobbies. I have a garden. Oh, and I have, I don't know, my family, my dog, being a wife. I have to take care of myself. I have two autoimmune diseases that are both... What's that word? Um, made worse? I can't remember the word, but, you know, heightened when you're stressed. So I need to really focus on not getting stressed. And it's a lot. And this week I really had to reevaluate what was going on so I could address it now while I'm in a healthy space before it gets to the point of complete burnout where I was a few months ago. Because I know I can't think clearly when I'm burnt out. And if I'm burnt out in life, that's unmanageable for me at least. So I made a lot of big decisions this week. And to anyone else, they might not be big. um, But to me, they are, and that's okay. So I thought I would walk through kind of what I, I don't know if it'll help, but maybe for me saying it out loud will help. So we'll see how it goes. And yeah. So one of the really, really, really big things I did was related to the book. And I think not last week. Last week, we didn't have a podcast episode, but the last episode that's on there was about my book creator's experience. And I'm currently in at the end of the writing program for my second book. So for those who are new, I'm writing a memoir. And I've been in a five-month writing program, and I'm coming up on the end of that program. And at the end of the month, my rough draft manuscript is is due. And we turn in our rough draft and then we transition straight into the pre-sale campaign. So we simultaneously do sales while we're doing all of the editing. And to be totally honest, I've been so stressed out by the idea of doing both of those at the same time. And it's just so hard for me to wrap around, wrap my head around the idea that I'll have 
not only the time, finding the time, but finding the energy because I've been not motivated at all to write. And I've been spending most of my time just stressed out about where I'm going to find the time. And my, my draft is fine. It's where it's expected to be. It's not good. It's not great. Well, I think it's okay, but my publisher's Um, I forget the word that they used, but it's a poorly written, poorly written draft or something like that. Anyway, so I had to make the decision to step away from that and not fully take a step back because I want to finish this. I've written, um, about 40,000 words, which is the length of a whole book And I don't want to discount that, but I am worried that I won't be able to give the book my all. And I had to have a really honest conversation with myself about that. And what I decided to do is I'm going to submit my rough draft because the next step in the process is getting what's called an acquiring editor to review it. And what that acquiring editor will do, it's like a transactional relationship and they'll read it and they'll take note of all of the revisions that my editor that I'm currently with already made. And they'll give me an estimate for how long it'll take me to take it from where it is today to a final draft. So maybe they'll say 10 hours a week for 10 weeks, um, just hypothetically. So I think having that will all be able to plan ahead a little bit better, but I decided to not work on the editing at all. And we're going to start editing in January or February. So that'll give me the holiday season to just take a deep breath and not worry about the writing process. I'm still going to, I don't want to lose sight of the book at all. So I'm going to focus on building my community aspect of it and the social media side of everything. And that's another, so one major decision was pushing out the publishing and revision whole process by about four months. So communicating that was a little bit hard for me. I don't like the idea of disappointing people, especially when they push back, but I have to do it for my mental health and I have to practice what I preach. So that was a big one for me. Um, The other thing that I've been thinking a lot about is my online persona and what I share online. And I think I spend so much time thinking about it that it's just stressing me out so much. And the reason I think I'm thinking a lot about it is partially because I, I care a lot. And if I put myself out there, I want it to be in, I guess, a good light, whatever that means. But also I've been getting a lot of pressure from the publisher to create an online community and build a presence online. And it's a lot between that and writing It's just so much pressure for what for me is a hobby. Like writing a book is a hobby. I don't need the money. I'm just doing it for me. 
so I can have the book that's full of my memories for if and when I need them. And if someone else buys it and is inspired by it and relates to it, that's amazing. But if it doesn't, that's fine. So anyway, I just, I had to remember that all of this is just a hobby and hobbies should be fun. They should be stress-free. So that's what I've made this whole process. But back to the whole social media thing in the, so I used to be a social media manager. So that adds a whole other layer to this. And I realized that for everything I do in my career, both as a social media manager and in my role as a comms manager, I think in terms of plans, I make strategic plans. That's what I do all day, every day. And I realized that if I made a strategic plan for my social media, not to build followers, like more followers are great, obviously, but more for the content. That's one more thing that I could free up. I could take out of my active thinking and just do. And it's one last thing to stress about. And so that's what I'm working on right now is putting together a strategic plan. I have an idea for it, which um, I guess I'll give you a spoiler is it's all about a newsletter and well, not really a newsletter. I don't like, it's not the typical newsletter that you would see, but it's a blog that'll come to people via email. And it's just me talking from the heart the same way I do here, but in writing, which is more of my strong suits. (laughs) As you've probably noticed, I've, um, I ramble a lot when I talk, but when I write, I still ramble, but it's in a more coherent way. So I'm really excited to get back into writing. That's what brings me the most joy and is one way that I really love engaging with people. So that's going to be the center of everything I do. And I'm going to see if I can start building that up and connecting with people via email instead of relying on tools like Instagram or LinkedIn or any other platform that could go down, could delete me, could whatever. So I'm excited to build that out a little bit right now. I am working on the back end to figure out what I want that to look like. And that's, so that's two decisions or two big things so far this week. Um, One is pushing my book out. The second is having a plan for how to handle and manage my hobby. Um, And then the third is taking my time with things, which is, I can't even tell you how impatient I am. Like I am the ultimate, like, what's it called? Instant gratification. That's like, that's what I do. When I think of something, I react. I'm very reactive. And for example, if someone says something to me, if I get an email and it's someone is frustrated, for example, I instantly want to jump in and reply. I want to act on something. I want to comment back. I want to just get it off of my chest. But it's, I've realized that 
it's okay to move a little bit slower in life. Like things aren't going actually like taking time to think through something before I act or say something can go a really, really long way, both for me, the relationship with the person who I'm responding to, and also just my mental health in general. If I take time to let whatever emotion it is settle in over me, then that's great. And I've never, ever done that before. So in the case of this email series, I've done an email series in the past and it was great and it got a lot of good feedback. But when I had the idea for an email series, I jumped on it right away. I did it. I did it in day one. I sent a note out to every single person I knew and said, hey, I have this email series. Please join me. And I had no plan for it. So this time I'm taking time to think through what I want that to look like. I'm not necessarily writing all the content because I do want it to be in real time, but I'm just taking time to think through it so that when I do get started, I have an idea of how I'm going to move forward without being burnt out. And I guess that's what this all comes down to. All of these decisions and just everything is... How can I prevent getting burnt out in life? Not just with work, but in life. And how do I balance everything that I want to do, all the hobbies I've just talked about and projects that I have going on with work, with working out, with being a dog mom, with being a wife, with having time to watch Jeopardy every night and... So that's been really weighing on my mind recently. And I guess I just, I don't know what the point of this, the point of this is if you are, well, one, life burnout is a thing. If you didn't know that, I didn't either until Matt said that, but whoa, I don't know if you could hear that, but there was a big burst of thunder right here. Um, welcome to fallen Oregon, but okay. So the first thing is life burnout is a thing Two, If you're feeling it or have felt it or just are in the midst of it, you're not alone. I'm here with you. And three preventing, it's like when you go to the doctor, like preventative checkups are just as important as checkups when you're sick. Preventative burnout care is just as important as managing burnout and stress when you're in the midst of it. So yeah, I guess I'll leave you on that note. As always, thank you so much for listening. I want to end with a reminder to take care of yourself and to have a conversation and do some reflecting with yourself, especially if you're on the verge of burnout like I am. It really helps to take a step back. And with that, I will, I guess I'll say if you want to sign up for the newsletter that I mentioned, feel free to head over to my website, laurenbartelson.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at laurenbartelson underscore. I would love to see you over there. I I'm really open like I am here behind every photo is a caption with real talk and 
I would love to chat more about things like mental health and everything else. Honestly, I'm nothing is really off limits. So with that, I will leave you to it. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening ahead whenever you're listening to this and just thank you so much for your support. It really does mean the world to me. See you next week. Bye.